As part of our spiritual journey over the last few weeks, we've been hearing from Josh and others on the series of the Spirit-Filled Church. And as part of this is our learning how to receive the Holy Spirit, and also what supernatural gifts are. You see, the supernatural gifts are also given to us when we ask for them. But we can only ask for these gifts when we have a relationship with God, walking with him and loving God with a whole heart, and baptised in the Holy Spirit, but also continually be filled with the Holy Spirit. So you see, it's also necessary then that we have a great desire for these spiritual gifts and also that we seek earnestly after them all. So what is the purpose of spiritual gifts? As Josh has already said, that they are to edify, which means build one another up, and to exhort, which means to encourage one another. You see, the gifts are given to encourage ourselves in our faith, but to strengthen the church. And when we spend time in the presence of God, we're able to hear God more clearly, so we can ask to receive spiritual gifts, which will help build us up and encourage us in our faith. Because God loves to give us good gifts, but we also need to be open to receive the gifts, unwrap the gifts, and continue to use the gifts. In other words, it's really essential for us to encounter the Holy Spirit and activate the gifts that's given to us. The Apostle Paul, in the New Testament, after speaking about the gifts, which is in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, I'm not going to read all the chapters, goes on to speak about the body and its members. And one of the main points that's made in this is that every member needs, them, needs everyone to contribute. We need each other. We need to love each other. We need to use gifts and share one to one another. Just as Josh spoke about a few weeks ago, we need one another in order to use each and every one of the gifts that God wants to give us through the Holy Spirit. So today, the gifts we're going to be talking about is the gift of tongues and then the gift of interpretation. But first, I want us to ponder this. What gift would you actually like to receive today? Is it a gift of tongues, the gift of interpretation, or maybe it's one other gift that you'd really like to receive? As we hear what's being said, let us open our hearts to really receive the gifts today. Because God does want to give us gifts today. So what is the gift of tongues then? You see, on a Sunday, in our church, in our midweek group, in our prayer meetings, we sometimes hear someone speaking, but we don't know what they're saying. And when they're praying, we don't know what they're saying. And we hear some sort of like sounds, syllables, utterances. Well, that is the gift of tongues. In any of our meetings, it's a gift of tongues. And our church leaders often explain what these gifts are and how they're operated in each of our settings. See, the speaking out these tongues is given supernaturally by the Holy Spirit alongside the interpretation spoken in our language, which is mainly English. 
So we're going to look at some few scriptures today on the passages in the Bible that will help us understand more about these gifts. So the speaking of tongues is a supernatural gift given to believers. It was one of many given to believers to help build the body of Christ, which of course is us, the church. So the word tongue really means language. In other words, what you've heard in church, in a meeting, is a tongue which is spoken utterances of an unknown language given to us through the Holy Spirit. It's given to us, why? Because sometimes we will not know how to pray and how we ought to pray and what to pray. And that's why the gift of tongues is so important. It's a prayer language between us and God. In 1 Corinthians 13, 1, Paul the Apostle says, If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I'm only a sounding gong or a clanging cymbal. So from this you see, all gifts of the Spirit are to be given in love, to encourage one another, to build us up in our spiritual journey. Because love makes our actions and gifts that are given to us useful, because the love of God is so available to each and every single one of us, and he wants us to receive all these wonderful gifts. And it's so essential to spread the love of God everywhere, more than actually receiving the gifts. In 1 Corinthians 14, 2, the Apostle Paul also says that the one who speaks in a tongue speaks not to men, but to God. So therefore we can see that speaking in tongues is a supernatural gift, but also a secret communication between you and God. Because God understands the gift of tongues. He understands all these utterances. The gift of speaking in a tongue was a concern for the Corinthian church because it caused a bit of chaos in their worship. They also used the gift as a sign of being more spiritual than others and not being given any love at all. You see, without God's love, there will be a lot of noise in the church and it will not produce true discipleship here. And I know that Josh, our leader, is really thankful that this is not the case here in Freedom Church or in regions beyond. When regions beyond is a network of churches we are also part of. See, more importantly, you must understand that this gift is totally supernatural. It is a supernatural means of communication in the spirit. The gift of tongues is the ability given to a believer by the Holy Spirit by which we can speak in unknown language and utterance that we don't know have not learned. The language may be some language on earth, but it may be a language of angels. It's a complete and utter mystery. And I think that's why tongues are so special, because it is a total mystery. It's only a language given by the Holy Spirit, and therefore we need to ask the Holy Spirit to fill us up. To fill us up daily, so we can use the gifts that's given to us. Because after all, it's no good having a gift unwrapped, laying there, unwrapped, not being picked up and not being used. So I want to invite Luke up now, just to ask him a couple of questions. So Luke, what was your experience of the baptism of the Holy Spirit? First one, and how did you receive the gift of speaking in tongues? 
Oh, so um, my experience of baptism um, in the Holy Spirit was at the same time. Um, I didn't go to any big event and I wasn't kind of being prayed for by anyone. Uh, I was actually praying for a family member to be saved and I really um, wanted that was my mother um, in my bedroom and then this noise came out of me that I had no idea what it was and it scared me so I stopped praying. Um, and probably about three days later I was around at a friend's house who was mentoring me uh, or discipling me and he said, um, just ask me out of nowhere, do you speak in tongues? And then he obviously saw my face and went, tell me what's happened. And so I told him what had happened and we're gonna, we're gonna just ask the Holy Spirit to come now and we're gonna try that again. Um, so he prayed and asked the Holy Spirit to come and we started talking and all this noise just came flowing out my mouth um, at a rapid rate of knots. And I just remember him saying, slow down. And as I did, it started to sound like words and sentences. So, that's pretty amazing, isn't it? That Holy Spirit gives us the gift of tongues just like that. Just a few utterances, just a few syllables, just a few words. And then as you keep going, it gives us more words to speak, more utterances of the tongue. It's wonderful. But how do we use the gift of tongues, though? So we can use the gift of tongues personally when we pray, especially when we do not know how to pray. Because after all, it is a prayer language to God. The gift of tongues has a personal use. When we are facing major problems, or any problem really, but major problems, we can use this gift of tongues to help us pray through the difficult situation we are facing. Yes, we can speak in English, our native language, but praying in tongues is a spiritual aspect to our praying. So for example, when we are praying in a personal battle and not seeing this breakthrough in our prayers, it's really called spiritual warfare. The gift of tongues can be used to communicate to God to help see us break through supernaturally. Clive is going to speak more on spiritual warfare in the coming weeks. But that is one aspect of praying in tongues. You see, when we pray in tongues, there is power that comes from the Holy Spirit. When we pray in tongues, we also hear the voice of the Holy Spirit more clearly. When we pray in tongues, we can sing and praise God also in the Holy Spirit. Speaking in tongues helps our faith and helps us to trust God more. And we can trust God even for the unexpected to occur. And that's why speaking in the gift of tongues is absolutely wonderful. And I know that not everyone will receive the gift of tongues, but I would really like to encourage all of us here to ask for at least one of the spiritual gifts. And of course, pick it up and use it. So here's a small story. When two of our children was aged seven and eight, they were on the swings in the park and a teenage boy pushed them up really, really high. Both the girls flew up in the air and landed and crashed straight onto the ground. They couldn't move at all, they were flat on their back. Both of these girls of mine 
had trouble breathing. Obviously they were crying, very fearful, and it's very, very scary. I ran over to both of them. I knelt between them and kissed them. And I prayed in English. I ran out of words. And all I could do was hold their hands and pray in tongues, praying in the spirit. Praying in the spirit for their healing. I was pleading to my loving Father God and speaking in tongues to heal them <coughs> because neither could not move, neither could breathe, and they couldn't feel their legs. When we got to the hospital, the doctors checked over them and they were discharged immediately with no physical problem. You see, all gifts are necessary and each one has a purpose. The book of Acts talks about tongues of fire resting on people's heads. The tongues of fire means being in the presence of God. The Holy Spirit, spending time in the presence of God is so important to be truly operational, if you like, in our spiritual gifts and deepen our spiritual walk. In Acts 2, 1-4, when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in the same place, and suddenly a sound like a blowing of violent wind came from heaven and filled the entire house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated, yeah, that separated and came to rest on each of them, and all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit, and they all spoke in tongues as the Spirit enabled them. What a wonderful picture that is. The day of Pentecost resulted in a worldwide harvest of new believers at that point. So tongues of fire means speech and communication with the gospel. And the fire came down on many believers, which is the Holy Spirit. So this means that God's presence is available for every single one of us today. To empower us for service. To use the spiritual gifts in every single day of our lives. So how do we receive the gift of tongues? Well here, in this context, the Holy Spirit arrives as promised with the sound of winds and tongues of fire resting on each of the disciples. The disciples were filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke in an unknown tongue as the Spirit came and they spoke in utterances. And we can receive the gift today of the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues and interpretation. So the Holy Spirit is a person who illuminates us like a blaze of fire from within. He fills us up, indwells in us, and gives us power to operate in their gifts. So both are necessary in our spiritual walk. So let's take a look in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and also chapter 14. Because in these chapters it tells us much, much more about the gift of tongues and the gift of interpretation. Because Paul writes about the gift of speaking in tongues. He also writes that the person speaking in tongues does not speak in understandable language. So you can see then that much of what is written in this Bible about, this, about these gifts in the Corinthian church Many of them had received the gift of speaking in tongues, but did not understand the proper use of it though. 
And I want to emphasise that Paul encourages the church to understand the purpose of speaking in tongues and how to use it correctly as a body of Christ. You see, spiritual gifts are of benefit when they're used correctly in our church meetings, in our midweek groups, where Christians are gathered together in any sort of gathering. We can use these wonderful gifts. We should not use only the gift to make ourselves feel good either, but to encourage one another in order to strengthen the church. So the speaker of tongues should be spoken to emphasise and support the spiritual message. It strengthens the church. It encourages the church. It stirs us up to bring more unity together, to love one another together, to be together to encourage each other. But furthermore, speaking in tongues is also a sign for the unbeliever. In 1 Corinthians 14, 21-22, in the law it is written, with other tongues and through the lips of foreigners, I will speak to this people, but even then they will not listen to me, says the Lord. So therefore, tongues are for a sign, not for believers, but for unbelievers. So this means it encourages people who come in and attend and gather in a meeting of believers, but have not yet made their choice to follow Jesus, our Lord and our Saviour. This is because unbelievers would then be convinced that the Holy Spirit is real. And when they hear the speaking of tongues of the spoken, they feel the presence of God. I'm going to show you another story. A Muslim lady at the college I was teaching English to, she told me that she had a scan and she also told me she had breast cancer. She did not speak in English fluently. And I couldn't, when I was praying for her, um, I couldn't kind of translate my English to her understanding. Anyway, I was in the corridor and I prayed for her healing and I prayed with her um, to speak, as I was speaking in tongues for her healing. She was filled with the Holy Spirit and she was shaking in the Holy Spirit. But quite a few weeks later, she went for another scan, and the scan was clear. My husband and I was invited round to our house that week, and invited to tea, and that is a complete another story. But yes, it's wonderful to have these gifts and to use these gifts in an ordinary, everyday kind of thing. It's great. So it's stated in 1 Corinthians 18, at 1 Corinthians 12, 28 to 30. God has anointed these in the church, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, after that miracle, gifts of healing, help, administration, varieties of tongues, are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, do, have, do all have gifts of healing, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret? The answer is definitely no, we cannot have all the gifts. However, we can ask for at least one, if not two. So we can see here that only some will receive the gift of speaking in tongues, just as some are called apostles, etc. But also, the Apostle Paul, he was eager not to discourage the use of gifts, but to use the gifts properly, so the body of Christ was built up, 
So the body of Christ was built up, but also encouraged. Paul encouraged everyone to pursue the gift of speaking in tongues, together. The gift of speaking in tongues is really necessary, particularly as Paul the Apostle of Christ encourages the speaking in tongues. Therefore, when we are actually filled with the Holy Spirit, when we use the gift of speaking in tongues in an order in correct way, it can then be used to build ourselves up and other members of the body of Christ's church family. It encourages us all and gives us more unity and strengthens the whole church. That's what tongues are for. But let's look at the interpretation now. It, it is a supernatural gift that follows on from someone speaking in tongues in these utterances. It again is given by the Holy Spirit. The gift of interpretation of tongues is to be used in the body of believers in our church meetings to give the meaning of what was just spoken in tongues. So the person who brings the interpretation of the tongue that was spoken may be the same person who gave it, or it may be another person actually in the room who also gives the interpretation of the tongue spoken. So it's used together in a church setting to edify the church, to encourage us to build us up. So if three people individually spoke on this side of the room in tongues, and three people individually gave the interpretation, just imagine that. How much more will we be all built up and all encouraged by receiving the messages that God wants us to hear through these wonderful gifts? So we need each other so we can flourish in our spiritual understanding and receive the messages supernaturally. In 1 Corinthians 14.5 also says, I would like every one of you to speak in tongues, but I'd rather have you prophesy. But the one who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues, unless someone interprets so the church may be edified. So can you see that the word unless is so important in this context? This is the key to speaking in tongues. This is the correct way to use tongues in a public setting. Furthermore, in 1 Corinthians 14, 13, says that for this reason, the one who speaks in tongues should pray, that they may interpret what was said. So anyone who wants to bring the gift of tongues amongst a group of believers, say on the Sunday, should pray then that they also may interpret it. And other people also should be praying that they interpret it. It would be such a blessing for this to happen. So the correct way of speaking in tongues in our church is to follow it with the interpretation so that we are built up, so that we are encouraged, and so we have understanding of the messages God wants to give us all. We can see then that speaking in tongues can be used privately at home when we're praying alone, or when we have a battle that we are facing. We can pray in tongues too, but also in a church setting alongside the gift of interpretation. So you can see then that the speaking of tongues is a supernatural gift given to us through the Holy Spirit to be used 
publicly and privately. Here at Freedom Church, when someone speaks in a tongue, the leader often explains what the tongue is. But we also wait a few minutes for another person to interpret the tongue. And this leaves meaning, clarity and understanding so that we can all receive messages. Furthermore, in 1 Corinthians 14, 2, also says, For anyone who speaks in a tongue does not speak to people but to God. Indeed, no one understands them. They utter mysteries by the Spirit. So speaking in tongues is the intimate prayer language between you and God. However, praying in tongues is like a secret language because it is a mystery. And I just love that. In 1 Corinthians 14, 5, uh, 4 and 5, it says, One who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but the one who prophesies edifies a church. So we need to notice the purpose of interpretation of tongues is defined in the same way as that of prophecy. So I just want to emphasise that these two verses are saying that speaking in tongues in church should be followed by the interpretation of tongues so that we can be encouraged in our faith to understand the message. And prophesying encourages all the body of Christ and so does the interpretation of tongue which edifies us and encourages us. So you can see prophecy and the interpretation of the tongue is so important to receive. So when tongues are followed by the interpretation and mean the tongue is spoken to everyone who can hear and understand it, so it achieves the same effect as prophesying does. So both gifts are needed for us, for us to understand the message. In 1 Corinthians 14, 12 and 13, it also says, So it is with you, since you are eager for gifts of the Spirit, Try to excel in those that build up the church. So for this reason, the one who speaks in a tongue should pray that they may interpret what they say. So we should all have a desire to eagerly ask for the gifts so we can edify the church, but also to excel in one of the gifts given to us. And that's the key, really, is eagerly desired gifts but excelling the gifts. It means unwrapping it, picking it up, and using it continually, not putting it down, leaving it for months or years. It's excelling in it. In 1 Corinthians 14, 5, I would like every one of you to speak in tongues. So again, the Apostle Paul encourages this gift. So we can speak in tongues anytime and anywhere. It's very useful when we are praying, as mentioned before, but we also need to make sure we are built up in the Word of God in order to bring contribution so we can help build each one another up. It's a bit like building a brick, a house, brick by brick, until it's complete. We need one another to complete it. So 1 Corinthians 14, 26 also says, What then shall we say, brothers and sisters? When you come together, each of you is a hymn or a word or instruction or revelation, a tongue or an interpretation. Every, everything must be done so the church may be built up. It is really wonderful to pray in the Spirit, to sing in the Spirit, and praying in tongues and singing in the tongues of the Spirit of God gives us these utterances and unknown words. 
The Holy Spirit has given us gifts to edify ourselves in order to edify the church so the church can be built up. So it's important to understand that these gifts need to be regulated, to be used correctly, again to edify the church to encourage one another in our faith. Again, we need to be filled continually with the Holy Spirit to receive them supernaturally, to receive the gift and interpretation of tongues or perhaps another gift you'd like. And when speaking in tongues in church, there should be silence in the room and everybody in the room should be praying for that interpretation to come and said. And when we pray in the tongue, it edifies for ourselves and helps us pray when we do not know what to pray. The Holy Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses and praying in our tongues is part of the armour of God as in Ephesians 6. Praying in tongues keeps us strong against the enemy in spiritual warfare. It's helpful to eagerly desire these wonderful gifts that God wants to give each and every one of us. God wants to use us supernaturally, speak to us individually and reveal to us something else, a wonderful message he wants to give us. And this is why it's really important to ask for this one of these gifts. And in Corinthians chapter 12 and chapter 14, people became confused about the speaking in tongues and what love is. So I want to emphasise that the love of God really is the greatest gift anyone can receive. So quickly sum up then, the purpose for the gift of interpretation is to build up the church by giving the meaning what is being spoken in tongues. It helps us understand what was spoken in tongues so that we can understand the message. When we are worshipping and praising God, our praying, when we are praying, we feel something rising inside of us. Well, that something inside of us is the Holy Spirit. So for example, when we're being filled with the Holy Spirit, if we were to open our mouth at that very point, and at that point we didn't think too much about it, we'd probably just let the utterances come out of our mouth. And then we'd probably be speaking in tongues at that very moment, like Luke shared from his experience of being filled with the Spirit and speaking in gifted tongues. So we might be using a few utterances, but as we continue, we'll probably find the speaking of tongues increase. But it also works like this to receive the gift of interpretation as well. A few words spoken in English may become actually not just one word, two words, not a sentence, but a whole paragraph, or even more of the interpretation. So then people will understand the meaning of the tongue that was actually spoken. So I just want to emphasise that the Apostle Paul was eager to encourage the church to use the gifts, not to discourage them. He wanted people to be built up and edified, to bring unity to one another, because it's a way to bring glory to God, to bring us all closer together, to bring us unity together to love one another, to serve one another, sharing our gifts together. You see, our relationship with Jesus Christ is really important to really know him, to worship him, to pray and to be faithful, to be obedient. But the most important gift is to love Jesus with our whole heart and to follow him in all of his ways. And one of the ways to be obedient in our spiritual journey is to be baptised in the Holy Spirit 
and receive one of these wonderful gifts that he wants to give to us. The speaking of tongues, the gift of interpretation, it might be a different gift entirely. So we also need to desire these gifts earnestly and eagerly to receive and continually ask the Holy Spirit again and again and again and again to fill us up. We should be open to encounter the Holy Spirit and activate the gifts given to us and to excel in the gifts given to us. To unwrap that wonderful present and not let it sit by, but to unwrap it and use it and to keep using it and keep using it. Earlier I asked you to ponder this question, what gift would you like to receive today? The gift of speaking in tongues, the interpretation of tongues, maybe both, maybe a different gift altogether. Can you please stand? Please We'd really like to invite you to be filled with the Holy Spirit to receive these wonderful gifts today. And as case is just playing, if that if you feel that is you, that you would like the gift of tongues, the interpretation of tongues, to be filled again with the Holy Spirit, to be baptized for the very first time in the Holy Spirit, we would love to pray with you to receive these wonderful gifts. One of the things that uh, Wendy said there that, that really <coughs> hits where we are when we come into these things is, is we want to be obedient to Jesus when it, in, in, all, in all his commands and obedient to scripture. Now I know that as we talk about spiritual gifts and, and in some ways particularly the gift of tongues, we can be a little bit nervous of this, what, what is this thing? You know, so when we see it pop up in, the, in a meeting, what's going on here? But the, we're told in scripture to, to eagerly desire spiritual gifts and we're told to be continually filled with the Holy Spirit. And so we want to be, we want to be obedient to those commands, obedient to those commands and obedient to that wonderful call, knowing that when he said that as we are, the church is built up and the gospel is advanced. Let's just quietly just take a moment just before we finish, just to just to, to, to be responsive to those commands. Eagerly desire and be and be continually filled. It may be that, that you never eagerly desired or really know what that meant, spiritual gifts. It may be that you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit. And if that's you, then maybe catch catch my attention at some point and we'd love to pray for you but but let's just now together communally remember those are communal uh, those are public communal commands you as a church desire to be filled with the spirit you as a church long for spiritual gifts oh lord we long for them. we long to see the freedom church the, the gifts of work the gifts of tongues and interpretation the gifts of uh, prophecy gift of healing. We want, we want to see them at work amongst us, knowing that they, will, they, they are the means, a means by which you will build your church, and a means by which you will take the gospel to the end of the earth, as we said. 
help us now to set our hearts in those, in those places.